Welcome to episode number one of the Structural Engineering Channel, a podcast focused on helping structural engineering professionals stay up to date on technical trends in the field and also to help them succeed in their careers and lives. In this first episode, we'd like to introduce the show, the hosts, and our goals for making this podcast extremely useful to you because we know your time is valuable and we want this show to be worth tuning in for you. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Fasano. I am a licensed professional engineer who practiced as an engineer, but eventually decided I wanted to focus more on inspiring engineers rather than doing the engineering myself. So since then, I've written a book entitled Engineer Your Own Success and have traveled the world helping engineers build their core or soft skills. And I'm your other host, Matthew Picardle. I'm also a licensed engineer, a structural engineer practicing in California with an undergraduate degree from Cal Poly Pomona and a master's degree in structural engineering from UC San Diego. I also host a new YouTube channel, Structural Engineering Life, through which I'm focused on promoting the structural engineering profession to young structural engineering students and young professionals that aren't too familiar with the industry perspective. Through this podcast, Matt and I plan to try to bring you information that can help you succeed in every single episode. Now, before we get started, this is a free show and our sponsors help us keep it free. So we ask that you please support them. And now I'd like to recognize our sponsor for this first episode. CSI, Computers and Structures, Inc. is recognized globally as the pioneering leader in software tools for structural and earthquake engineering. Software from CSI is used by thousands of engineering firms in over 160 countries for the design of major projects. CSI software is backed by more than four decades of research and development, making it the trusted choice of sophisticated design professionals everywhere. Listen up later in this show where I will tell you more about their great software packages and how they can help you. All right, now we're going to jump into the main segment of this first episode. For this first episode, Matt and I thought it would be a good idea to kind of give you a little background on how this podcast came to be and also talk about our goals for the podcast, which are really focused around you, the listener. And so just to give you the brief overview, Matt, as he said, he's a structural engineer out in California. He had reached out to me. And for those of you that don't know me, I'm with the Engineering Management Institute. We do a lot of coaching, training for engineering professionals. And Matt just was just seeking some advice. He's a young engineer looking to make the right moves in his career and help his company as much as he can at this stage of his career. So I had given him some advice. And one of the pieces of advice that I gave Matt was to get involved in your local associations. I said, get involved in ASCE. They've got a great um, following out there. And our second episode is going to be actually featuring interviews from ASCE's uh, Structural Engineering Institute's Congress. So we're excited about that. But anyway, Matt did something that not everybody does that gets advice. He took action on it. And he took action on it pretty quickly to the point of kind of emailed each other and realized that we were both going to be at the Structures Congress, ASC Structures Congress, which was in Orlando. I said, great. And we got to hook up there and we eventually got talking and the podcast came about. But Matt, it seems like you really got involved in the association quickly and you got into it. Yeah, especially with the Younger Members Forum, the Younger Members Group over here in the Orange County. That's where I really saw the benefits of joining an association. And, you know, that actually led me to go to the Structures Congress and how I can help the structural engineering industry. So it was kind of cool just to see how your advice that you gave me kind of just 
eventually led me back to <laughs> the Structures Congress where I finally got to meet you in person and uh, here we are. So it's been really cool. Yeah, it's been cool. And another thing that Matt did after our conversations was he got inspired to start the YouTube channel, like he mentioned earlier on, a Structural Engineering Life, which again is about educating young students or young people about structural engineering who may not be aware of that or what the profession is. So that was pretty cool that he did that. And I was excited to see him do that. So here we are, and we're going to talk a little bit here about what our goals for this podcast are, because we do understand that as engineering professionals, you're very busy. You need to be very billable. You have to have high utilization rates. And anything that you do has to be worthwhile for you. It has to be productive for you. I do host two other podcasts, the Engineering Career Coach Podcast and the Civil Engineering Podcast. And what I've learned through talking with listeners is that the podcast can be very productive because you can listen to them on your commute. You can listen to them in the gym. And so you can actually stay up to date on trends and news without taking a lot of time out of your day. Matt, I don't know what you're thinking in terms of your personal goals for the podcast, but what I'll say for my personal goals is I'd really like to create a podcast here that helps structural engineering professionals stay up to date on technical trends and just makes it easy for them to stay educated on some of the really interesting things going on without having to do a lot of the legwork themselves. Yeah, I think that's pretty much my goal too. It's to promote the structural engineering industry and make it as accessible as possible. Like you were saying, you can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're working out at the gym, and it's free. That's something that's not always the case. So it's kind of just free information that you can kind of do on your off time. But yeah, unless you're going to the structural engineering conferences all the time, it may be a little difficult to keep up with advances in technology such as BIM, uh, cross-laminated timber, advances in performance-based design, or even the upcoming building codes. That's one of the things that I want to help just to get across there. Something that you can listen to that'll keep you up to date. Also, yeah, bringing in new ideas to your firm too. It's, I think it kind of hopefully brings the industry a little more together. So you might get a new idea on how you can help your firm by seeing how others in the industry overcome these challenges that, you know, that they face on a daily basis that you might be able to bring to your firm to help them out and help the industry as a whole in general. Matt hit on a great point there. I mean, there may be a structural engineer in Florida that's working on a project or working on some kind of new design technique that could really benefit a structural engineer in California, let's say, but there's no conduit or avenue for putting the two of them together. And the podcast, I know from a fact from our other podcast episodes that a podcast or good content can serve as the kind of the avenue or the conduit to do that. And so that is one of our goals as well. And maybe a good thing to do at this point, Matt, is to just give the listeners a brief background of ourselves. For you, for example, maybe you can talk a little bit about the type of structural engineering that you do right now. I've been in the structural engineering industry for about four and a half years now, and I'm a building structural engineer. So I work on a lot of residential projects, uh, commercial, some tenant improvements, but I work mostly with all sorts of materials, concrete, wood, steel, post-tension concrete. So I'm pretty well-rounded right now in my career with the type of materials that uh, I work with. Recently been promoted to project manager, so definitely getting more of the business aspects of things and learning to deal more with people and with clients and bigger picture aspects of the industry. That's exactly really all the reasons that I invited uh, Matt to do the podcast here with me because 
This is something that I've wanted to start for years, the Structural Engineering Podcast, because I thought there was plenty of content out there and it can be very beneficial to the industry. But to start a podcast, you have to have kind of the right mix of people, the right mix of topics. And Matt's a young structural engineer, but he's already kind of at a management level in some respects. And he's also been getting active in the community. And he's also been doing content in the form of his YouTube channel. So he really has a lot of the skills and tools that I know will make him great co-host here on the show. So I'm excited to work with Matt. From my own background, I started, I went to school for civil engineering, a bachelor's and master's degree. And when I started my career, I did start as a structural engineer and that was the avenue that I wanted to get into. And I worked on some small bridges in the New York area. And eventually what happened at the time in my area, there were many, many farms in upstate New York that were converting to residential subdivisions. And there was a really big push for land development work. And so after trying some of that, I ended up liking that. I ended up spending most of my engineering career transitioning from structural into the land development. But I always did like the structural engineering. I always liked the technical, very analytical side of it and the challenges associated with it. So I've stayed in touch with it. I've been you know, continuously talking to people with it. And I've done some stuff with ASC, SCI, as you'll see through some of our episodes here. And so I'm just excited to hopefully use my engineering knowledge, my knowledge of growing and creating podcast that's useful to help to make this podcast be successful. And to that point, before we transition into our last segment here on the first episode, Matt and I do want to just make it very clear that the Structural Engineering Podcast is for structural engineers, for you, the listener. And so we are totally interested in everything you have to say about the show. If you have specific topics that you'd like us to cover or find experts on, if you have specific experts or people in mind that you'd like us to interview, we want all that information. And you can give it to us by simply going to structuralengineeringpodcast.com. And you'll see some buttons there where you can email us with that information. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so that when we do publish new episodes, they will come to your phone uh, directly. You can just get access to the podcast there in different ways. And we'd love to have you as a subscriber coming along on the journey with us. So with that, we're going to transition into our end segment, which we're going to be calling the Elastic Modulus segment, which will tell you why we're calling it that in just a moment. We will be back. All right, now it's time for our Elastic Modulus segment of the show. This will be the end segment of each of our episodes, and we've called it this because the Elastic Modulus is a quantity that measures an object or substance's resistance to being deformed elastically when a stress is applied to it. And so our thought process for this segment is that we're going to ask our guests about a stressful situation in their career and how they resisted it or navigated it or overcome it or dealt with it or, or learned from it. In today's episode, we're going to kind of pick each other's brain on a challenge in our careers. But before we do that, I would like to once again recognize our sponsor for this episode, CSI. CSI produces five primary software packages, SAP 2000, CSI Bridge, eTabs, Safe, and Perform 3D. Each of these programs offers unique capabilities and tools that are tailored to different types of structures and problems, allowing users to find just the right solution for their work. SAP 2000 is intended for use on civil structures such as dams, communication towers, stadiums, industrial plants, and buildings. CSI Bridge offers powerful parametric design of concrete and steel bridges. 
ETABS has been developed specifically for multi-story commercial and residential building structures, such as office towers, apartments, and hospitals. The SAFE system provides an efficient and powerful program for the analysis and design of concrete slabs and foundations with or without post-tensioning. Perform 3D is a highly focused nonlinear tool offering powerful performance-based design capabilities. With CSI products, you can be confident that you have the finest structural engineering software available, backed by a company with an unmatched record of innovation and an unrivaled commitment to meet the ever-evolving needs of the profession. You can learn more about them at www.csiamerica.com. All right, Matt, so why don't you give us a challenging time in your career that you either learned from or overcame or had to deal with? For me, it was actually getting into the structural engineering for my first time. I mean, getting my master's and going to basically school for so long. I mean, I I thought I knew everything like, oh, I I know so much and I went to a good school and I'll do well in my first engineering career job, you know? Once I actually got into the industry, that's where I kind of saw the disconnect from school into the industry and it showed me, I thought I knew everything, but (laughs) when I got into it, it was like, oh, I don't know a lot. I was good with the numbers as I think we all are as when we're in school, but I wasn't too great in the business aspects or um, the engineering judgment. I think the engineering judgment was very lacking. So in terms of, um, hey, I could do a finite element analysis on something. I know how to do it, but do I really need to? Could a simpler hand calc be the better option? How do I know what the computer's doing is right? Basically, what the best use of my engineering time is, uh, whether it's a complex analysis or if it's simpler, hand calc is, is a better option. You know, it depends on the project and situation. And that was what I was kind of lacking. So I think in developing that judgment, it was great because, you know, it kept building my confidence. I think getting over that initial imposter syndrome at the beginning, kind of just doubting myself when every time I'd make a mistake, like, oh, I'd make this mistake. Oh, that was a dumb mistake. And kind of doubting myself sometimes. But luckily, at least from the firm that I learned from, you know, it was like, hey, yeah, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all human. We'll get through it. And that definitely helped build my confidence up to a point where, you know, I'm confident now. I have the conviction to say that I know what I'm doing and that I'm a structural engineer and just keeping improving myself in terms of technical skills. And then now it's more of soft skills, kind of focusing on that too, along with the technical stuff. I did it with the technical, I can do it with the soft skills. So just having that mindset, developing that mindset that I may not be good at everything at first, but I can learn it and I can develop it. So that's what's really helped me going through that experience. Once I can do it again to pretty much whatever I apply myself to. So that was a really helpful lesson that I got from that. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's like uh, like anything else in engineering, it's like a blueprint, right? It's like you've done it once, you've gotten through it. So now you have this blueprint that you can use for other challenges in your career when they come at you. And you also not just have a blueprint, but you have the confidence because you did it once, which always makes something easier to do the second time. I would say for myself, I would give a similar challenge. For me, it was kind of as a young engineer, just building the confidence to be comfortable speaking with people that were more experienced with me. I think That's a common challenge in engineering because when you start your career, you need to spend time on learning the technical concepts and how they're applied in industry. And until you've done it enough, you're not really comfortable to speak on it publicly or with other people. But it's kind of like the only way to get better at it is to do it, but you're uncomfortable doing it. 
it was a little bit of a challenge, but I think for me, I always had goals of being a manager and being a leader in the firm. And I think that that overarching goal pushed me to continue to put myself out there and make myself a little bit uncomfortable and eventually build my confidence to the point where I was able to speak effectively on these topics. And so, again, that's just a little bit of backgrounds on some of the challenges that we face, but that's an idea of what we want to talk about in the Elastic Modulus segment of the episodes. We want to hear from our guests certainly on their technical expertise, which will be the main portions of the show. But we're going to have this end segment where we can learn a little bit more about their career journey in hopes that some of their, well, some of the lessons that they've learned and shared can be also help our listeners to overcome or deal with some of those same challenges. All right, Matt, I think we had a pretty good first episode. What do you think? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we're both looking forward to helping you as structural engineers. So please Remember, you can find everything at structuralengineeringpodcast.com. So we really do hope that you enjoyed this first episode of what we hope is many. We plan to publish this podcast every other week. So it's not too overwhelming, but it's not too spread out because we do want to keep things current. And we would always love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions on all of our episodes. Go to structuralengineeringpodcast.com. There you can find a button that will allow you to email us with guests or topics. You'll find a button that will allow you to subscribe on iTunes. And you'll also find a summary of each of the episodes. So if you go to structuralengineeringpodcast.com and look for episode one, you'll find the show notes for this episode, which will provide a summary of the key points discussed in the episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books that might have been mentioned during the episode. Please remember that this podcast is for you and we want to hear from you so that we can make sure we're kind of hitting the mark and and giving you the information that you'd like to get. So thanks for tuning in to episode number one. Until next time, we wish you all the best in your structural engineering career endeavors.